Welcome to the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast. This is for all women, vagina CEOs, even men, and all people everywhere who want to better understand vaginal health. Y'all, I'm preaching the vagina gospel and sharing the truth worldwide. Hallelujah! I'm Dr. Janelle Howell, a pelvic floor physical therapist, and your go-to resource for all things vaginal health, pelvic floor fitness, and sexual wellness. I'm teaching you everything your mama didn't about your vagina. Welcome back to another episode of the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast. Thank you so much for being here and for supporting this podcast. Y'all, it is my vision and mission to really spread the word about our sexual wellness, our pelvic floor fitness, and our vaginal health into all the world. Everyone should know about their bodies and everyone should feel like they have access to pleasure. So for today, what we're going to be talking about is this question, will giving birth make my vagina loose? Postpartum pelvic floor changes. And so the first thing that I want to let you know is that your pelvic floor is capable, it's built, it's created to birth. The actual fundamental structure of the pelvis has an opening, a very wide opening that's wider than the male pelvis. And the reason is for birth. So when you question yourself or wonder, is my body going to be able to handle this? Yes, your body will be able to handle it because that is one of the actual functions of our bodies as women, as females, and as people who were born with a vagina. So that's the number one thing. It's like we have to embrace more confidence. And I do understand that there is a lot of danger surrounding giving birth, especially for black and brown women. For anyone that's giving birth, it is a risk. It can be traumatic, but the rates of death for black and brown women are two to three times higher. And there's so many different contributing factors to this. One day we're going to have an episode just on this topic because it deserves an entire episode. But I do want to say that while there are some risks involved, while it can be dangerous, that doesn't negate the fact that your body literally has what it takes to do this. Now, will you need the support? Absolutely. Will you need a, a team? Absolutely. Will you need someone holding your hand if you if you prefer that? Absolutely. However, all of that does not negate the fact that your body was created to birth. So let's get into this. I got this question in my inbox on Instagram. It said, why does my vagina look visibly wider after giving birth? Why does my vagina look bigger? Why does it look wider? Why does it look like I can see through the vagina? And this is actually a, a thing. It's called vaginal gaping. Vaginal gaping, spelled G-A-P-I-N-G, is when the vagina, specifically the vaginal opening, starts to lose some of the tone and strength around the vagina. And that can lead to a visible widening of the vagina just by looking at it. You may be able to sort of see through the vagina more than usual or more than than you would expect or etc. However, this does not happen to every single person after giving birth. The person that reached out to me, she had just given birth about, I think she said a year ago. And so there are several people that give birth and their vagina just snaps back. 
literally, it goes right back to the prior sensation of tone, of fullness, and they don't notice anything at all. But then we also have to hold space for the millions and billions of people who do notice that the vagina feels different. And I would be lying if I said that there are absolutely no changes after giving birth. Your body's going to be the exact same. That's a myth. That's a lie. And we need to start talking about this more publicly so that people are not feeling estranged. They're not feeling weird. They're not feeling like they're the only one. If you are experiencing vaginal laxity, that is what we call it in the medical field. So that's what I prefer to call it because I feel like there is more negative connotations associated with the term looseness although they're both referring to the same thing. And laxity essentially means the tissues that surround the vagina and support the vagina lose some of their strength. And so you're going to have more relaxation in the vagina. It may feel loose. It may feel like if you're having penetrative sex, you don't feel anything going in and out, right? You feel little sensation with penetration. Or let's say you're wearing a tampon and you can get it in easily, but it slips out as well. Or let's say that there's a lot of queefing. You squat down and you queef. You do yoga and you queef. I will say that if you're having intercourse, if you're having sex and you're queefing, that typically is because the vagina is very relaxed. So it's easier for air to get in and therefore for it to escape. But if you're finding that vaginal queefing is now preventing you from doing functional things like exercise, you're avoiding yoga because you're just queefing so much and it's audible. People are hearing this. Let's say that you're now not having sex because the amount of queefing you are not comfortable with. For that, there is physical therapy. There is pelvic floor physical therapy that can help. And I do understand that not everyone can really afford pelvic floor physical therapy. So it's important to mention other options. I have a class called Pussy Power that can help you with strengthening, tightening, toning, improving that vaginal grip. And here's the thing, you all, your pelvic floor muscle strength is what's going to contribute to the tone inside of your vagina. So if you are sensing that you just feel more open down there, you're not feeling secure, you're feeling more vulnerable because of laxity in the vagina, because of vaginal gaping, which is what we talked about, where the vaginal canal sort of widens. If the vagina looks wide at the opening, you can sort of see through the opening, then that is considered vaginal gaping. Now, giving birth is not the only thing that can contribute to that. And again, I want to reemphasize that not everyone who gives birth experiences that particular change. There are so many people that give birth and they feel great after having a baby. After three months, they're running again. We're going to have to talk about that. When is running appropriate? And I don't necessarily think that should be the first exercise, form of exercise that you return to because it's so high impact. But eventually, you can get back to that thing. And if you're feeling good, if you've been cleared by your doctor, you're not having pain, you're not having heaviness, you're not having incontinence, and you go on a run a few months after delivering, listen, enjoy, have fun, congratulations. But for the people who are not experiencing that bounce back or that snap back, it's important to understand that the body has been through so much. The body has been through literal trauma, physical trauma. Even if you enjoyed your birth physically, you probably stretched up to 300%. You bled, you pushed, you strained maybe, right? So that is a form of physical trauma, even if you enjoyed the experience emotionally. So we have to hold space for the healing and also seek help, especially when we can invest in some help. 
Help looks like the time too. It's not just the money because some of you all have the money and you can invest in a pelvic floor physical therapist, but you're not willing to invest the time and therefore you're not getting the results. You're not holding yourself accountable because let's say you're busy. Let's say you're going through a lot mentally, right? You're struggling with depression. Maybe your family is going through a challenge and so it's not the right time. So it's not just about can you invest the money into your coochie because the coochie needs to be invested into. Listen, we have to maintain this thing and especially if you've given birth. So I want to talk about some of the other things that you may notice after having a baby, both good and not so good. One of the good things that I keep hearing from, from people who have given birth is that they have this newfound love that they've never experienced. And even if they are in a safe, in a loyal, in a fulfilling relationship, a romantic relationship, it still doesn't compare to the love that they experience from having their own child. That this is a pure, deep, passionate, unfathomable love. And so that is something to be to be celebrated. The fact that you get to experience that. We all know that a mother's love is unlike any other love. So the fact that you get to experience that and be a mother, that is beautiful. And even if you're not feeling that, I want to I want to hold space for you too because there are a lot of moms out there, there are a lot of parents out there that feel that they are not being a good mom, that they're not fit because they're not feeling that bond. They're not feeling that excitement. Let me just remind you that a lot has taken place in your body. The hormones are going crazy. Your estrogen levels are changing. Your physical body is changing. Now your boobs are a milk machine. Now you have little to no time for yourself where you can literally just go to Target when you wanted to. Maybe you could go see your friends. You could stay out late if you wanted to. You could just browse online through the night. You could sleep through the night. So, so much has changed. I want to just let you know that it's normal if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling like you're struggling, reach out to your friends if you have them, reach out to your family if you have them, reach out to a mental health support system if you're able to, and also get that pelvic floor support. So I want to end by by just sharing a couple of things that might happen after having a baby. But all of them, I said all of them can be worked on. So don't assume just because you had a baby 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years ago, there's nothing you can do. You can always nurture your body. Mm, I said always. You can always nurture your pelvic floor, your vagina, your sexual wellness, and all of that. Okay? So you may notice that you're not having control over your bowels and your pee. If you are pooping your pants and you just had a baby, if you tore, that is really common, especially if you had a third or fourth degree tear. A third or fourth degree tear is when you tear closer to the rectum. So your vagina tears, but it tears a little bit more. If it tears a little bit more and it's tearing close to the rectum, then that could be considered a third or fourth degree tear. And so if that has happened to you, then it would be very common for you to have decreased control of your poop. You might find that you're farting on yourself and you can't control it. Poop, you're just pooting in the elevator, pooting in the car, pooting in the bed, pooting while you're cooking. It's just coming out. That is really common. And I've seen in my experience that that typically resolves within the first couple of months. So if it does not resolve in the first, let's say, three to four months, then 
you might want to reach out to a pelvic floor physical therapist that can help you to train your pelvic floor to assess it, number one, examine it, number one, and then look at what does that pelvic floor need from you, right? Does it need postural support? Does it need strengthening? Does it need scar tissue mobilization? What are the things that are needed? And a pelvic floor physical therapist can help you with that. So I have a directory in my show notes to help you find a physical therapist if that's you. One of the other things that you may notice outside of just decreased control of your bowels and also pee, if you're peeing your pants in pregnancy, listen, if you're peeing your pants and you haven't even had the baby yet, you have not pushed the baby out, your pelvic floor has not experienced birth and you are peeing your pants, I don't want you to fall under the trap of making it a joke only. Can we laugh about this stuff? Absolutely. Can we turn it into a meme? Absolutely. But we don't want to leave it there. Let's take the signs that our body has given us and say, how can we nurture our pelvic floor a little bit more? There's so much pressure going down on your pelvic floor and also a lot of pressure on your bladder. The combination of those two things can make it more difficult for your pelvic floor to counteract the pressure changes when you cough, laugh, sneeze, jump run, or even have sex. If you're having that happening now, this is a sign that your pelvic floor needs some support. And I would encourage you, if you're pregnant, to come to my next fat stretch lab. It's going to be on September 3rd. And I'm going to be teaching you what are the breathing strategies that you want to master while you're giving birth? What are the best positions to birth in to at least try and decrease your chances of straining that pelvic floor? Now, will we be putting pressure on that pelvic floor while we're pushing the baby out or as the baby is coming out? Absolutely. But let's limit the amount of strain. We don't want to be straining our baby out because that means that we're going to be putting excess strain on the pelvic floor, which can then turn into prolapse, incontinence, vaginal laxity difficulty orgasming, low sex drive, all of these things because the pelvic floor is vital to our bladder, bowel, and sexual function. That's the next thing. If you're having incontinence in pregnancy or even before pregnancy, what you want to do is start nurturing that pelvic floor, preferably with a pelvic floor physical therapist, or get started now. Do something in this very moment if I'm talking to you. Go to my show notes right now and sign up for my Your Golden Birth Vat Stretch Lab. So we're going to talk about best positions to birth in. We're going to talk about how you should be pushing, if you should be pushing at all. Yeah, we're going to talk about that because sometimes you don't even necessarily need to push. And we're going to talk more about what that means in my next Vat Stretch Lab, Your Golden Birth. We're also going to discuss the ways you can manage pain successfully, how you can manage what you're feeling, how you can tap into what you're feeling in your body and improve your tolerance to the pain, but then also decrease your level of pain. What you can be doing as a vagina CEO to really manage the experience of what's happening. So we're going over pelvic floor exercises as well, preferably the exercises that I want you to do before you have the baby. Okay, so this is on September 3rd. It's called Your Golden Birth. Click the link in the show notes if you want to be there, okay? It's a limited seated event. So incontinence, urinary incontinence, peeing your pants, even pooping your pants or having poor control over your farts. You just farting all over the place after birth. Again, this is a common thing that can happen. No need to feel shame or anything about it. The body has gone through trauma. And so we want to nurture it. The same way we go to mental health therapy after we've been through trauma, the pelvic floor needs a little bit of help too, 
Okay, so that can be something that happens. We talked about the vaginal gaping. That's just the widening of the vagina on visualization. You're just looking down there with the mirror and the opening looks wide, like you can see through it. That can be helped through pelvic floor muscle strengthening. I talked about my pussy power lab in which I teach you exercises to strengthen. You can work with a pelvic floor physical therapist as well. You can even talk to your medical doctor if you want to look into other forms of care for laxity and looseness. There are things you can do. Don't give up and don't just accept this as your life if it's bothering you. Another thing that you might notice is just sex drive changes. So you're busy. Listen, you are breastfeeding, you're pumping, you might be in pain, you might feeling you might be feeling sore, you might be tired because you're not getting enough sleep during the night. This can totally and drastically change your your libido. Again, very very common and while it typically may return, if it does not return at some level, it is not the end of the road. What that means is that you want to start nurturing your sexual wellness. And I do this a lot with my one-on-one clients. I tell them to keep a sexual wellness journal. And in this journal, you're going to be writing down every time you have a sexual thought, every time you have sexual attraction, your husband or your partner or someone walks by and you're like, mm-hmm, you look so hot. That is sexual attraction. Put that in the journal. You're putting down your fantasies. You're putting down when you're reminiscing of when you used to have more sex. All of that is a part of desire. It's a part of your sexual and your sensuality. And you need to honor that. And by writing it down, at least putting down when you're feeling those things, you're going to now put emphasis on your sexuality. And that can help you to feel more confident in knowing, oh, shoot, I still got it. It's still in me. I just need to water it. Water your sexual plant. You will not just come home every day feeling ravenously horny and want to jump on your partner. That may not happen, especially after a baby. So we have to do things that help. Can you just put on some lingerie? Don't even expect to get horny as a result. Just put on some lingerie and walk around in it. Oil down your skin with some R&B music on. Ask your partner to give you a massage. Take some time for self-care. That's called watering your sexuality instead of waiting for your sex drive to speak to you. You're going to speak to your sex drive. So sex drive changes, right? That is common after having a baby. Incontinence, fecal changes, right? Not being able to control the bowels or gas as much. That's common. Typically gets better, but if it does not, there's help. The widening of the vagina, that can happen most definitely directly after giving birth. For a lot of people, it goes right back. But for some people, they notice that it stays a little bit wider. And we have strengthening for that, pelvic floor physical therapy for that, other things that I've mentioned earlier in this episode. So these are some of the most common things that you'll find. You might even notice prolapse. And this is the last thing that I'm going to mention because this one right here is typically taking people by surprise. Prolapse is when one of the pelvic organs starts to droop down into the vagina. You can be taking a shower and you're wiping down there, cleaning yourself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you feel like a ball or a bulge sensation around your vagina. This is prolapse. It can be. You do need a medical diagnosis for this. You can't diagnose yourself. But if you're feeling the heaviness in your vagina, a bulging sensation, if you ever feel like something is falling out of your vagina or you have to sort of push back on your rectum in order to poop because you feel like something's protruding into the vagina, this could be pelvic organ prolapse. Very common after giving birth. 50% of people that give birth vaginally actually develop prolapse so it's not like oh my gosh I did something wrong why am I having prolapse no if 50% or more people are having it 
it's a natural effect of having a baby and also just having a vagina because you do not have to have a baby to have prolapse. There are people who have never given birth and have prolapse. So that's what you need to know. Get help. There is help for prolapse. There is pelvic floor physical therapy for that. There are fitness coaches out there. On my page, I have help. Again, my Pussy Power Lab can help you with prolapse if you're feeling laxity, looseness, incontinence, all of the things. And if you are trying to get pregnant, you're not pregnant yet, but you're preparing. Listen, prepare your wallet. Yes. Prepare your body. Yes. Prepare your home. Yes. Prepare your mind. If you want to be pregnant one day, I believe that you can do it. I know that you can do it. Don't give up because positivity is medicine. If you want to meet me at my next fast stretch lab, it's called Your Golden Birth. Go to the link in the show notes. Sign up to meet me there on September 3rd. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you again next Monday.